The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. just wanted to come out here to say thank you. And to show you my love in the best way I know how. Welcome to Stadium. This is awesome. Oh, little getting a little too reckless with the attack. And Nasty with Otis kick to the chest. Oh, nasty right by Dawkins. Watch out for Orton. Orton with the RKO. Sky high to the spine buster. Tag made Montez Ford as Dawkins takes flight. But Montez Ford though climbing high. Someone call air traffic control at DFW. Randy Orton all alone from the outside. Justin Thomas with oh, oh, From the top rope. Whoa. That's your whole Listen, kid. You're just getting your start here. You got a lot to learn. So I got a free lesson for you. Start with number one. And that is, when you're in my presence, make sure and remember to do one thing. Shit! Uh-oh! Gable Stevenson! That's Gable! Beautiful throw of a body lock from Gable Stevenson! There will be no sussies for Gable Stevenson. Both Olympians, only one is a heavyweight. It's a small preview of what the future likely holds for Gable Stevenson in WWE. You're seeing that dominance right now. Easily flinging Bobby Lashley over the top rope. Not just winning physically, but psychologically. Talking about how no one's ever done this to Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley's never had to recover from anything like this either. Right now, the Almighty is out of his element. 
Lashley can always count on his superhuman power, but even with superhuman power, tonight it's no match. Oh, oh man, no match for Omos thus far. Lashley had Omos in a position he couldn't move and took full advantage. Now, now this is a rare occasion, but Bobby Lashley ascending up the ropes. As a dude. Oh, God. Picked out of midair by Omos. This could be the end of the almighty. Oh, down goes Bobby Lashley. Nine-foot drop. Lashley's not getting up. Oh, no. Hey, look at, look at, look at, look at, look at. Weeman! Weeman's here! Weeman! Weeman's taking to the Sami Zayn! Look at Weeman! Weeman has beat the hell out of Sami Zayn! Punches and punches from Weeman! He learned something from Brock. And Weeman back in the ring. He's stalking Sami. Listen to this place. Oh, to the kneecap! Weeman's so angry. Sammy Zayn, and now a tornado DDT by Knoxville. This is incredible. Cover by Knoxville. Oh, and Sammy kicked out again. And also bringing the energy of fucking steel. <laughs> Our live from our broadcast colleague Michael Cole. It's boss time. way to make your entrance at WrestleMania? They didn't have teamwork before. Being in that car together, it just bonds people. I'd pretend to be friends with anybody if they had a car like that. Even hey, Byron? Even me? Uh, there are exceptions to every ridiculous statement I make. It might take a phenomenal forearm to put this one away. Might be on the verge of seeing that right now, Jimmy. Styles in position. Uh, underneath goes Edge just in time. Oh, Edge went for the spear. And now for a third time, for a third time, AJ Styles. Styles clashes. Face goes Edge. Styles got it. He's got him over. One, two, three. Oh, oh no, hold no. on. The official signaling only a two count. All three of us plus 70,000 all thought that was the very end. Well, Butch has got to be careful. I know he wants to get involved, but he could cost the disqualification. Xavier! Oh, and Xavier knocking Seamus right into our announce table. Now Woods, oh, it's trying to go Butch a little bit. Butch is a spark plug, isn't he? Don't be kicking. Oh, nope, almost got Butch. Seamus, look at this. Seamus can't even focus on the map. He's trying to somehow keep Butch out of the mix. And now the uh, double team by Xavier. A little oh, tribute again to yeah. Big E. And Xavier. Oh! Planting Ridge Holland. Wasting no time going after Seamus. Removing. Oh, there are bodies flying everywhere out here. Speaking of which, oh, bro kick caught Kofi right on the nose. Here he is stunned on the second rope. What does McAfee do here? 
Whatever it takes, apparently at, at this juncture, Pat McAfee now on the middle rope with Austin Theory. Now McAfee on the top rope. That has been so impressive. All the way to the top rope. Pat, you better be sure about this. Go for it all, You better Pat. be sure, Pat. Go for it all. Theory looking to counter. Theory, a couple jabs there to the abdomen of McAfee. Lands on his feet. Wow. Theory can't believe it. He said, wow. what the hell? I can't believe it. Awesome theory, not sure what to do. Holy moly, look at the agility. He just leaped to the top rope. You gotta be kidding me. That was sick for the brand. And so is this. Superplex by Pat McAfee. Come on, Pat, cover it. Cover it, Pat. Yes, for the win, for the win. Very oh. kicked out. McAfee for his boys. <laughs> for the brand. Now the celebration is on. McAfee and Stone Cold Steve Austin. McAfee's wanted to drink beer with Stone Cold forever. What a magical moment. A dream scenario that McAfee wins his match at WrestleMania and shares a beer with the Texas. Oh, no. Stunner. Stunner. They're scaring the hell out of Heyman. What makes both of these heavyweights so special ooh, is their cardiovascular conditioning, their explosiveness. This match could go five minutes. This match could go 45 minutes. And both of these athletes will remain at the top of the game until one of them simply cannot continue. Corey Roman Reigns knocked over the top rope. Here comes Brock Lesnar. You have to believe the official is going to give it a little bit of leeway in this match with such big stakes tonight. Remember the betrayal. I love you! I love you! Please take me back! It was all Roman's idea! To begin with, it was never my idea! But I love you! Oh my oh. god! Rage spearing Lester into the timekeeper's area! Paul Heyman suckering Lesnar in! And now the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition, is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Jeff Littman.
Hello everyone and welcome to the PWC WrestleMania Review Show Night 2 Edition. I'm your host Jimmy T and my co-host is back once again. He's evil. He's dose even. He's number two. But he's Jeff Littman. Welcome back to the WrestleMania Review Show. Jeff, how's things man? Thanks for having me. I'm putting the lemon back into WrestleMania. Absolutely. Well, dude, like I said, uh, I think you're the busiest guy right now. You're absolutely everywhere. You're on every network. You are absolutely killing it right now. And I can see you're wearing your NWO shirt, which always pops me. So too for sweet life. for that. For life, indeed. Next time I wear my NWO shirt, exactly. Too sweet. But um, I'll make sure not to wash this. <laughs> you know what? If I try to put my NWO shirt on right now, because I've had them since back in the 90s, Mm-hmm. It probably wouldn't fit me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, yeah, but yeah, I'm the only person during COVID who lost weight. I started with COVID at 263. Oh, awesome. As of yesterday, I went to the doctor. I was 242. Uh-oh. Is that like, you better? No. You exercising? No. You moving around? I'm like, I bear, I work from home. <laughs> I moved 10 feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Well, are you drinking more water than Jeff? I do drink a lot of water, but but not water. I, not more. I've, I've always drank a lot of water it's like the only thing that i've consistently done right my entire adult life yeah me too i drink a lot of water too man i mean when it's hot and it's sweaty nothing beats a cold bottle of water man or a glass whatever you're like like last night at like midnight i had one of those mcdonald's you know how they have like the hot apple pies but they're also making ones like cherry and cheese danishes absolutely in the same shape so delicious i like i put one in the microwave for 30 seconds ate that up at like midnight i mean I'm 53. I shouldn't be doing. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I lost five pounds from two months ago when I was at the doctors. <laughs> well, that's impressive. Why? Why? Why did? Why would I change anything? <laughs> you know what's fucked up though, Jeff? I'm 39, but I can see me doing the same thing at 53. Yeah, Still eating wow. all the sweets. Thank God I don't have diabetes. <laughs> well, you're on a coastal city, so you only have about 10 years left anyway. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Legionnaires' disease, typhoid, <laughs> nah. cholera. Relax, dude. Malaria. <laughs> no malaria here in Australia, man. In fact, yeah, but when when the water comes up, the mosquitoes will be there. Yeah, you're <laughs> going to have malaria and you're going to have no immunity because there's no malaria in Australia. The yeah. mosquitoes are fucking bad here. That I'll, I'll attest to 100%. And by the way, everyone's like, the water's not going to flood the whole city. It doesn't need to flood the whole city. It just needs to block up the sewage drainage. <laughs> well, where I am, in fact, in Melbourne, if there was a tsunami, I think we're fucked because we're on the southeast. Like technically we're east coast, but we're south, and we're surrounded by water anyway. So. Well, you remember what happened about ten years ago? Uh, depends. The the tsunami earthquake in Fuj- oh. the Fujinawa Fujiwara uh, meltdown, Absolutely. and then just a few months ago there was another earthquake around there. Well, that wasn't an earthquake. That was baby Godzilla hatching. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? When that happened in in uh, Japan and also the one in Tonga that you're talking about recently, it, that raised the water levels over here too, man. I mean, at the end of the day, Tonga's not far from here. Hence, we're in the Pacific anyway, right? Is and that I mean, why you're in, in that part of the Bullet Club? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Our, our you New Zealand just friend, tell them that you're Jonah and they say, oh, cool. <laughs> well, all my Polynesian people out there, and shout out to all the Polynesians, you don't have any Polynesian people. You were going to get them to me to talk about like Aboriginal stuff dude, and then legends. I'm going to be honest. Like these Polynesian guys that I know, they're more like your Usos type, if that makes any sense. That's fine. Right? You know what? 
all of them are going to have somebody in in their world that knows something. They're they're going there's going to be some shaman somewhere, some medicine woman somewhere, some family leader, elder, the storyteller. There's always one. All right, you know what? My best friend, his name's Junior. He might be listening anyway because uh, you know we go way back. He lives in New Zealand. He's from New Zealand, but he's Samoan. But mm-hmm. we went to high school together over here, right? And uh-huh. um, we still keep in touch, obviously. He's the only guy that possibly, because he's changed his life around, he, he literally moved away from Australia just to get away from all the trouble that he used to get into and move back to New Zealand. Now he's doing great. He's probably the only one that possibly might be open to talk about things. The only problem with him, he laughs too much. He loves laughing. And if he gets nervous, and because he, he's never done a podcast before, and everyone says they're going to do a show, but when it comes to the crunch... They kind of back out last second, especially the ones that have never done it before because they're obviously pretty nervous. Well, luckily for him, I'm not funny at all, so he won't laugh. <laughs> Which you probably will laugh because of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, anyway. Not if he messes with my art. Ah, maybe. Well, let's move on to match number one between RK Bro, who are your champions, who end up defeating the Street Profits and Alpha Academy. Shush. Thank you. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. I love that, man. <laughs> Everyone loves it. They're selling shirts. Great match. This went exactly the way I thought it would, except I thought the Street Profits were going to turn dastardly. Uh, they didn't. Uh, but aside from that, this this was exactly right. I think it was a great way to kick off night one. Good match. Not too long. It was fun. Well executed. You knew Chad Gable was going to eat the pin. Well, all right, Chad Gable ate the pin. But, you know, there it was. Uh, but you know, night two, we should actually talk about the the Triple H kicked it oh, off with a, yes. with, with, a with a really great uh, you know after Stone Cold uh, you know the night before Triple H coming out he's you know I was I have to tell you I was a little bit worried with his level of intensity if too, dude. could take it me but too he did it the water the the crowd loved him everyone they're going thank you Hunter I, I thought it was beautiful it gave me shivers i'm telling you it was definitely beautiful and i'm glad you brought that one up because i forgot to mention that which i should have so let's rewind let's go back to that you're As a, a matter professional of fact, here yeah i know right see without notes that can tend to happen but 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 you know honestly i don't even know how i forgot about that because that should have i do <laughs> 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 You're a character, Jeff. Anyway, uh-huh. yeah, obviously, I'm a RVD fan and a Riddle fan, right? Hookah's a character? Ho- hookah? <laughs> what? Oh, no. But anyway, back to back Don't be to such Hunter. a ding-bong. <laughs> you mean ding-back? I mean ding Oh, bat. yeah. What'd I say? <laughs> ding-bong. I'm sorry. I'm stinking up the joint. <laughs> I, I don't mean to be so blunt. Just With, with bong smoke, you're stinking up. The yeah, I, I'm, I'm hashing up this whole show. Ah, Just, there you go. Beautiful. Well, anyway, back to Triple H. As I was watching that, and you mentioned how he was very intense, me and mm-hmm. D, my significant other, we were both watching it. And I must admit, we were both cringing because every time he was, he was putting way too much energy, I'm thinking, dude, relax. You don't have to do all this again. It's bad enough that you're coming out to a crowd of 77-odd thousand, whatever it was, that already 78,483 is what they announced well if it's if it's if it's true that's a decent freaking crowd for night two you know what i'm saying including night one. Oh, yeah, absolutely yeah. but um man you said it was more crowded night two than night one i think night two was 
That's what he said. And right. he was there. Barney about a thousand though, but something like that. It wasn't that much of a difference. If I remember uh, you, you can't go by their numbers, but yeah, but he he I mean he said it was pretty packed both nights. It was pretty full. So he went to both? Oh yeah, he went to both. He went to Supercard of Honor. He went to oh. one of the GCW shows, which he wished he didn't. He <laughs> went to half of the Mission Pro show. He went to WrestleCon. Yeah, we, we awesome. uh, yeah. Actually, our next episode of Hammerlock Hangover, he goes through everything that he went to and sort of his opinions of it as voices all horse and and still even there, nobody was talking about control your narrative or the multiverse. So we still we still have no idea what happened in either of those shows. <laughs> you know what's funny? I really don't have an idea what happened on those shows. <laughs> I I know the Aldises beat the Cardonas. I mean, oh. that's all I know about from the Mulders. But no, and I'm I'm like legit curious about what happened in control your narrative. But you can't find. <laughs> I mean, I actually asked Nico, who just goes. LOL. No, I'm serious. I want the answer. Nico Extra, you're talking about? Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know, I asked David, who was, who worked for the, their one of their prior shows. He didn't work for this show. Nobody, he refed some indie shows in Dallas. So he was there. So you think he'd at least know. And he's like, oh, no. I'm like, all right. <laughs> That's David Sanderson, the technician, my, my former co host on Unpopular Reviews, Raw Review. You know, so here we go. Yeah, Jeff, you're a fucking asshole. I mean, I go, yeah, you've known that every week. So, well, yeah. Your mom's still a smoke show. It's like, <laughs> Shut up, it's, it's, that's my mom. I'm like, she's age appropriate for me, dude. Well, hold he's, on, he's 21 on. now. Is yeah. she really? Is she really a smoke oh, yeah. show? No, really? She's a smoke show. Oh, yeah. She's, wow. she's, she's a hottie. And he and he knows it because all his friends have been telling him they, they all want to go to his house <laughs> to see his mom. Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. but, but Why you tell me that? He's 21 now. She's, she's probably in her mid 40s. That's, that's, that's shit. For me, that, that's not oh, inappropriate shit. for me. It's not inappropriate Sorry, for me either. He's, he's like, he, he's like, you know, I have a father. I'm like, well, that seems like that's his problem, not really mine. Hey, are they divorced? Nope. Well, oh, well that's maybe. a shame. <laughs> or, or maybe not. Maybe. Anyway, let's not go there. But oh. yeah, let's move back to Triple H. Let's just go in a pot. It really is. It seems like it was supposed to be talking about WrestleMania, but oh. we're talking about people's mums. But anyway, back to Triple H. <laughs> Man, like there was so many moments in that little thing where I thought he was going to literally, I hate to say it, knock on wood, have a heart attack because he was, was just, he was way too intense. I'm glad he pulled it off. I'm Look, man, he, I must admit he looked extremely thin. Like he really did, except for his head. His head is still the same sort of size, but his body, <laughs> his body really looks a lot more thin. And, and I feel for him because I think after seeing Vince later on in the show, and we'll get to that, looking the way he looks at 80 years old and the fact that Triple H probably will never look like that, I think that no. would bother him. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure he can't do weights anymore. No way. No, he definitely. But I don't think. I mean, he looked lean, but he didn't look like he was out of shape. I mean, he still no. looked. You know, I don't know. Listen, I, I I thought it was a great moment. Yes, I I had some moments of pause, and I, I you know, listen, Vince for seventy six looks good for a seventy six year old man, but I I I didn't really need to see that for as long as it went. <laughs> hey, look, I think Vince is having a second wind these days. But like I said, we'll get to that. But yeah, nevertheless, Triple H leaves his boots in the middle of the ring to signify yep. his retirement. Mm-hmm. And it was, like you said, Jeff, it was beautiful. It was a great moment. Everybody was chanting Triple H and thank you, Triple H. And so, yeah. Thank you, Hunter. Oh yeah, that's right. Thank you, Hunter. 
And here, I just want to say here at the PWC, we thank you, Hunter. Yeah. No doubt. He was one of my favorites as a team. I don't care what anybody says. To me, he's in the top 20 best heels of all time, in my opinion. Oh, you want me to say something? Oh, yeah, I, I was I, expecting I, a reply. Triple H is one in my top 25. I don't have a separate list for heels or baby faces. But anyway, let's move back to the tag match. Like I was saying before, RK Bro retained their championships. Great match. I'd give it at least a three and a half star match for what it was. But the bad part was when Gable Stevenson came into the ring at the end. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that wasn't great. Um, he, he really shouldn't have taken off his shirt. That was, oh, that was that's exactly what I was thinking. Oh, my God. I'm thinking, is this guy here is supposed to be WWE's next big star? I hope he gets into shape. Well, he, he, I mean, you know, he could because he was. I mean, that we saw pictures of him competing just a few months ago. Listen, he, he's earned, you know, the, the time off and the time to go on a Twinkie and Pizza rage. That's, that's <laughs> fine. Uh, but he shouldn't have taken the shirt off. I mean, or at least he should have had a tank top on after it. I mean, you got to know, you, you got to know yourself. Dude, you have nice tattoos, but everyone didn't need to see them at that cost. And, and, <laughs> And of course, Chad Gable is the one who took took it all from him because you know they're. They, I, I'm sure that they have met and talked before at the Olympic Complex and things like that. Oh, for sure. But it was fine. You know, you know, I mean, my original thesis was that Gable Stevenson was going to stop the Usos for in, interfering in the main event. Um, now I don't know if that was all changed because of the Boogs Nakamura thing, or if that was just me, you know, you taking one of my inside thoughts and making it outside where where it didn't belong. But uh, whatever, we knew he was going to be part of the show. I mean, so you know, and, and you knew that that introduction the night before was just a was just a little taste, and they were going to give you a little bit more because he's in the front row there. But it was what it was. It was it was a a little silly moment to try to give us something towards the future. Uh, I don't think it went over that well, but it was it. We got it over with early in the night. Yeah, no doubt, man. And also, he just looks, he comes across as too excited, man. Like, you know, like like a little kid almost. He's only 21 years old, right, still? Yeah, he's, he is a kid. Far out. He looks so, I mean, he's so young, but looks so much older. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I, you know, well, I don't know. Nevertheless, he makes his debut, not official debut, but, you know, WrestleMania debut. Mm-hmm. It was cool, whatever. He shouldn't have taken off his top. It is what it is. Chad Gable, though, looks amazing right now. I, I still feel, I know he's making this shit work, but I still feel like you could so turn him into a, like a Kurt Angle and be a kick-ass sort of wrestler, man, if you really, really wanted to. People he's say he's like enough. Charlie Haas, but... Sorry, he's not Jeff. big enough. He's not big enough. He's ripped, though, dude. He looks great. I know he's ripped. I'm not, I'm not questioning his rippage. I'm just saying he's not big enough. Well... The match ends with a couple of uh, RKOs, I guess, by Riddle and Auden. Yep. And we move on to match number two between Bobby Lashley and Omos. I still, I'm still going to say that Lashley has totally worked everybody with this injury. I don't care what anybody says. I'm convinced. I said it before he even lost his WWE Championship, and I'm going to say it now even and the only reason why i mention that all the time is because of what he said on the stone cold podcast show he made reference to if he doesn't like an idea he won't do it period and i still believe that's 
why that match ended the way it did for him back in Saudi because he didn't agree about losing the WWE Championship. That's what I think anyway. Okay. Uh, I don't know about this match. I mean, I think it went sort of exactly how people thought it would. Uh, the ending was a little bit in doubt. I thought that the MVP turn was going to be at WrestleMania. It turned out being on Raw thought. the next night, right. almost exactly the way we discussed it. Um, but I like what this, you did there. I, yeah. Almost I, I, exactly. Oh, right. Almost. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, Hammerlock Hangover was founded on being a pro Smashly show because there weren't enough podcasts that were pro Smashly. Uh, mm-hmm. So we, we decided to fill that, that place in the marketplace. And we're still a pro Smashly show. So if Smashly gets a win, even against the Giant, we're, we're forward. I like almost. I like the MVP almost pairing. Um, but I'm, I'm glad Lashley got the win at WrestleMania. Lashley's my, Lashley's my guy. He's my dude. Absolutely. I agree with you on that. And I will say. When they is- say, whose man is this? I say, my man. My man. And that's Lashley. Well, that's Jeff's man, actually. But still. Anyway, uh, I will say that this was probably Omos's actually best match I've seen him in. I won't lie. Yeah, well, because he told a story in the ring other than I'm the big guy that, that kills you or I'm the big guy and, and AJ is the finesse guy. Absolutely. I think he's got a lot more charisma than people give him credit for too, man. Because... Uh, I, I, I think he does. I mean, I mean, first of all, when, when someone is that big, you want to look at them. You need to watch them. doesn't take much, but yeah, he's got that angry scowl down. Yeah. Talks yeah, all I, sorts of weird shit like oh yeah. Hey. Well, I mean he's got you know, first of all, when you're that big, you your voice is gonna be naturally booming. It'd be weirder yeah. if he talked like this. <laughs> um but it's you know, he also has a West African accent. He's from right, Nigeria. He's Nigerian, right, right, absolutely. Yeah. You're right. So, I think he uh, sometimes yeah. does talk Nigerian in his promos. I think Good. I hope Good. he does anyway. <laughs> I would love that. I, I, I love when Oscar speaks in Japanese. I love when Penta speaks Absolutely. in Spanish. I would love when he if he would speak in Nigerian. I I think some people you don't need need to hear the words. You just see the look on their face and hear the intensity of their in their words, and you know what they're saying. Absolutely. Well, with Omos's case, I mean, look, even uh Kofi Kingston is a proud, you know, Ghanaian, if that's how you Ghanarian. say it. Ghanarian, like gonorrhea. So he's so proud his original gimmick was Jamaican, but okay. Oh, no, that's not his fault. Come on. Come on, man. Uh, is it? Papa Clad. Boom, well, boom. In, in all <laughs> fairness, a lot of people from Ghana were repatriated to uh, uh, Jamaica involuntarily. Yeah. Well, that's true. Well, Jamaica as a country pretty much is is that. You know what I mean? From all, From everywhere in Africa. But anyway, that's political. Let's continue on with the professional wrestling. But anyway, nevertheless... I actually had low expectations for this match. It was a lot better than I thought. Omos looked good. Lashley gets the win. And then, you know, what happens on Raw, we'll get to that soon as well, eventually. Anyway, we move on to possibly one of the funnest matches I've seen in a long time that just made me laugh throughout the whole fucking match. And usually, I would be shitting on it because, you know, I'm more of a professional wrestling guy. I don't like it when they take the piss out of the whole, you know, of wrestling. Nevertheless, I fucking laughed during this fucking match. It was Johnny Knoxville defeating Sami Zayn in an anything goes match. It was fucking stupid, but at the same time, it was well put. This was fun, Jeff. Yeah. I mean, once you accepted that this match was happening, they had to give you a three-dimensional real-life cartoon. Literally, literally, dude. 
And I have to tell you that it wasn't doing anything for me for the first part of the match. But once he activated the pyro on the ring <laughs> post in the turnbuckle, from that point on, it was game on. I mean, the bowling ball to the nuts, the 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 Ugh. little kicking device when Sami Zayn was running <laughs> around was and ran into the giant hand. I mean, hey, he sold that really good, man. That looked like he he hit that thing hard, that giant hand. The the taser, <laughs> we man, the 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 body slam, which was which was oh, perfect technique. Perfect, um, dude. Perfect. Sure, the giant mousetrap didn't exactly work, but it wasn't it wasn't like nearly as bad as the exploding barbed wire death explosion that was a fizzle. And yeah, this match was what it was. It was silly, but it was it th- this is what it had to be if they were doing this match and it, it delivered. And yes, I, I cracked up. I was playing Tom and Jerry music in my head <laughs> the entire time. You know, the only thing that would have made it better is is that when Johnny Knoxville ran out, the 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 Tron was black and he uh, or was white and he painted a black hole and he walked through it like a tunnel. And then Sammy <laughs> tried to chase after him and it was and it was and he and he hit a solid wall and you know or a train ran him over. That oh. that's the only thing that would have made it better. It was it was perfect. It was Dude, great. What popped me and look to be fair, okay, all that bullshit aside, really it was a bad match. All right, take all that bullshit out. It was it a wasn't shit a match. match. It wasn't even it was a match, dance. right? But it was a laugh, and that's what matters the most. It was a typical sort of jackass show within the show in, in many ways. But what cracked me up was after Wee Man body slammed <laughs> Sami Zayn, that kick he gave, was it the halluva kick? He gave him a halluva kick. Dude, when they, <laughs> when they went to slow motion replay, <laughs> that, that looks so good, man, and that looks so stiff. I mean, you see his whole face sort of, but, but no it was one... a little charcuterie cheese cube of a haluma kick. Oh uh, yeah, it should be called the halumi kick, in my in my opinion. You're right. Why is it called a haluva kick anyway? Haluma is is a is a is a Middle Eastern cheese. Wait, haluva? Haluma. I thought it was haluva kick. No, no, it's a haluma. Oh, no. Are you sure about that? Pretty sure. No, it's hell of a kick. Do you get it? Like Haluva. I don't think it's a hell of a kick. kick. I think it's Haluma kick. I'm gonna look that up, Jeff. I'm pretty certain it's even. Well, that would ruin my little cheese cube joke. Well, yeah, it would, but uh, it doesn't matter because it still works. Because you could Mm -hmm. say Halumi kick. (laughs) It only works for him. It doesn't work for Dakota Kai. She's got to do it three times, and it still doesn't work most of the time. And Ty Conti has to do it three times. Now she never hits anyone, so or even comes close. It is the hell of a kick, by the way. Oh, okay. Well, that sucks. <laughs> there you go. But I want to know, has WWE explained why they pronounce the hell of a kick the way they do? And and I'm going to look that up. I, I, I don't know, but uh, yeah. I mean, I thought it was Haluma. So what do I know? You're asking I'll, the wrong guy. Well, I was right. Haluva kick is supposed to be like hell of a kick. <laughs> nice. Like a hell of a kick, right? Yeah, so, I, I understand. I, I, I mean, it, it's, yeah, I mean, I... I Get the sound of hell of a sure. Right, absolutely. No, no doubt. Well, anyway, that cracked me up, dude. That that hell of a kick was brilliant. Um man, I thought there was a lot of stiff shots. I felt like Sami Zayn was giving a few stiff shots in this match. And what was Johnny Knoxville's obsession with his glasses, man? Or his goggles, whatever you want to call them. Every time they came off, he was scrambling just to put them back on. Maybe he has bad eyes. Maybe he's injured his eyes from 
all the years of Jack Assaray. Uh, uh-huh. Maybe he's uh, photosensitive. I, I don't know who is. Maybe he just wanted that to be part of his costume, and that was important. The costume that was part of his look in his in his mind that was important. I, I have no idea. I you know, or those those are the ideas I have, and I have no others. Well, more importantly, Jeff, do you think this affects Sami Zayn moving forward? Don't get me wrong, though. He was the best guy to be in a match like this, right? But do you think it kind of affects his whole perception? No. No? No. Did, right. did, did being dumped with dog food affect Roman Reigns? <laughs> well, well, you forget about that, so. <laughs> well, you'll forget about this. I don't know. I think this one was a lot more memorable. Nevertheless, I'd give this match, look, in terms of comedy, I'd give it a three star. In terms of professional wrestling, it's a one and a half star match, if that. Well, but this this was, I mean, people were there for four days of wrestling, you Crazy. know, plus other events. You know, I'm just talking about WWE events, which included five wrestling shows, including Stand and Deliver. So this was, I think, a, a much needed respite intermezzo form. It was exactly what it's supposed to be. And no, I don't think it affects Sami Zayn because I'm sure that Vince McMahon, this is what he wanted. This is what oh. he got. He'll appreciate it. And he will reward him somewhere down the line with with something. Yeah. Maybe he'll reunite him with Nakamura. We you know redo the Artist Collective and then and get the belts off the uh, the Usos. I'm sure he was in love with Rick Boogs. You know the whole the whole strongman thing. But oh, that's sure. not in the card. So you know I, I don't know. But no, I, will it affect him? I think it'll only affect him positively. I hope you're right because Sami Zayn is such a versatile like professional wrestler man i think he's great all around but anyway it is what it is well now he can be in sam in uh, yosemite sam the live show (laughs) yosemite sam well we move on to to another match which is for the women's tag team championships which i originally believe was meant to be held at night one i think i i don't know they were moving matches around you know up until the end Nevertheless, Sasha Banks and Naomi defeat Queen Zelina and Carmella, who were your champions, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, Natalia and Shayna Baszler, and obviously they become the new women's tag team champions. I just want to say, Jeff, why is there a women's tag team division when there is no tag teams in this division? Why are there men's tag teams when there are no men's tag teams either? Well, at least there are actually tag teams. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Sort of. It's not too... Like there's like competitors. Well, there's like there's like the champions and two other teams on each brand. It's I mean I mean at least Impact even had like four or five teams in the division. So uh, it, it it's fine. It's just you know it's to give two other women titles and and in this particular case it's to keep Sasha away from the world title picture for the next half a year or so because there's other people in it now and then they'll bring her in when it's time. Well, I felt this match was pretty slow and all over the place, if that makes any sense. But the positive thing about this match, Sasha Banks finally gets her first WrestleMania win. Yeah, and and Liv Morgan loses as she should because she's she's terrible. Um, no, the best part was was Rhea and Liv's entrance. Jeez, and standing there in the corner like a sub dom. <laughs> yeah, I hate Liv Morgan. I can't stand it, dude. Like at all. Yeah, she looks good, but even she doesn't then, doesn't look that good. I mean, she's eh, cute. She's, she's, she's too kitty for me. Right, right. 
whatever. Yeah, like I don't give a fuck about it. And she's regressed anyway, I think now. It's gone so bad. Real bad. I mean, at one stage, even though I've never rated her anyway, Jeff, right? But, you know, at one stage she was stunned to like, you know, get hot. And everybody was crapping on about her. But since that time, she's totally regressed. She has, but she was never all that good. I mean, you I know, agree. it's just she, like her and Alexa have the stands, but Alexa knows exactly who and what she is, and she stays within it. Liv, I think for some reason, maybe people told her to, maybe someone told her too many times to believe in yourself. I don't know, but uh-huh. but uh, well, she, she she's about to get destroyed by Rhea Ripley anyway. So great, I can't wait. Well, anyway, mm-hmm. if I was to give this freaking match anything, it'd be a two star and that's me being yeah, sort of I mean, like it was mercifully short so i'll give it two and a half well well that's even more generous than me well anyway yeah, we, <laughs> we move on to the next matchup between edge against aj styles uh, wow was man. supposed to be the match of the night i don't think it was i personally it was supposed don't. to be this was the wrestling match this was the the dream match that nobody dreamed you know superstar <laughs> know legend edge and superstar uh legend aj i agree i think this match was blah it was way too long and if edge is going to have this evil side to him wrestle differently right and act differently like for example his promo on raw was like the rated r superstar version of edge not fucking whatever this edge is Anyway, I'm, a, I'm looking forward to Grand Jury. I like the Priest is with him. I, the rumor is that Rhea Ripley is going to join him. And I hope that they reform T-Bar and Mace, change their names, and put them in black suits instead of the post-apocalyptic uh, apocalyptic Ascension gear and you know make them like oh, uh, acolytes, a new acolytes. And you can call, the you call it the, the Edge of Darkness or whatever, which was a <laughs> soap opera. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> You know, whatever. I'm, I'm I'm here for the faction. WWE seems to be allergic to factions. I don't know why. <laughs> AW can't get enough of them. I, th- I think that we can't could have a few enough. factions and be okay. Um, but yeah, this match was. I, I thought it was disappointing, but the right guy won. The right guy did indeed win, and I just want to mention how if anyone was wondering why AJ Styles had a little cut on the side of his face, which was a lot worse than I thought. Well, that's because he knocked his head into the friggin' stage. Apparently, it wasn't the pyro like everybody believed. Oh, really? It wasn't the pyro. Well, that well, that's uh, yeah. good because I mean, it's weird that it would only happen to him and not to like a million other people. Um, yeah, and considering he's not even tall. No, he's he's quite short. Um, okay, well, all right. I did not know that. Good, good clarification. To uh, now the uh, the PWC universe knows is now educated and smarter than most other people. But yeah. <laughs> That's right. Whatever. This this match happened. Well, nevertheless, people say, like you said, it was the match of the night. I personally, and I'm being generous, I think it was too slow of a paced match, especially yes. considering it's AJ Styles. I get it. Edge can't work that quick pace style anyway. I guess AJ had to sort of go down to Edge's level, obviously. Look, I'd give it a three-star match. That's still me being generous. Others will scream out, say four stars, five stars. I disagree. I'm going two and a half. Two and a half? Shit. That's even. (laughs) I thought it was too long. I thought it was slow. I don't think Edge has a character, but he doesn't demonstrate it all in the ring. Uh, I did like the end. I I thought the phenomenal forearm uh, that AJ leaves his body so wide open and Edge timed the the spear perfectly. But the, the, the finish doesn't make up for the 
23 minutes I had to put up with to, to, go, to go with that. I mean, why do all of Edge's matches need to be over 20 minutes? Beats me. You tell me, Jeff. I mean, does he need I mean, to prove that he's got a good neck now? Is that what it is? I mean, couldn't you take a page from, from Christian and barely work? <laughs> yeah. Except for this past week on Dynamite, but uh that's yeah, but even story. then, I mean I mean, is there any have you ever seen anyone who just, you know, af- after three appearances just decide, yeah, I'm just going through the motions here. It's true. You know what? Christian is very much like that, which makes him great. He knows how to like outwork everybody literally without actually working at all so yeah i'll give you that i, th- I actually agree with you on that one maybe, maybe he'll turn him back up when they turn when they turn him heel except he's only gonna i mean i guess he'll beat luchasaurus a few times but he'll only lose to jungle boy in the end oh god if that's the payoff the... well of he's definitely the payoff. of course i know you're right but i don't agree with it but that's for another time and another show well anyway let's move on to another nothing match between Sheamus and Ridge Holland defeating the New Day. Yeah, what can Match I of the night. This? 90 seconds, perfect. In and out, done. Well, that's Entrances cool. took longer than the match, perfect. Perfect. They just, they would just feel Five like stars. Well, Six. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, five stars and one for the Dallas Cowboys. Perfect. Hey, absolutely. And, the, and I forgot to mention the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders too to start off the show. You know what? And, Seven stars. One for the Lone Star State also. Absolutely. And actually, Seven I star wanna, match. I want to point out one thing with the singer to America the Beautiful on, mm-hmm. on night two. Who was that chick? Because she had a great voice, man. I, I don't know. I never heard of either of them. I've but, never heard of <laughs> But But what she did was she confirmed my suspicions and my recollection that that song actually had words, not just slurs. Right, right. Because everyone can't pull that song. It's a hard song to get your notes going. You know what I mean? With that. Well, the guy night one was terrible. He was terrible. Terrible. I mean, that was like that was like drunk Jeff Hardy singing. <laughs> it was um, terrible. Yeah, she was she was good. I think she her name her last name was, it was like it was like Decker. Her last name was Decker. Decker. Like, that's it was right. Like Julie Janie Decker or something, something like that. Know. Apparently, she's a New York best-selling author. I don't have a clue who the fuck she is. I was hoping you would know. Because I thought it was Debbie Gibson. <laughs> so Deborah Gibson. I, I have no idea. I. I didn't know who either. I was 0 for 2 in knowing who the people who sang America the Beautiful were. But at least she sang America the Beautiful as well as the guy the night before who slurred something with guitars. <laughs> I dare say that she was one of the best ones actually to ever sing America the Beautiful because it's not an easy song to really achieve, like to sing. Jimmy, I'm not here to break down America the Beautiful. I'm here I to know, break down WrestleMania. It stood out. It stood out to me because of all the years of hearing America the Beautiful on WrestleMania since I was three years old. Damn it, Jeff. I even know the freaking lyrics to the song. And I'm not I even American. I am glad that you were so high on it. <laughs> I was. I was. But anyway. Well, it's nice because they talk about, you know, the the, the fruited plains and the golden grain. So <laughs> it's sort of, you know, it sort of reminds you of like, you know, no weeds and, <laughs> you know, things like that. Well, enough of America the Beautiful. We obviously know America is beautiful, but uh, we, move on. <laughs> we move on to my match of the night, I think, Jeff, uh-huh, between uh-huh. Pat McAfee and Austin Theory. Pat McAfee is fucking good, dude. He was amazing. And and when he, he had mad ups too, when he jumped and balanced. Oh, my God, ropes, dude, he had mad that. hops. <laughs> I, I didn't know he could do that. I didn't know anyone <laughs> could do that. I mean, I, I think I've seen like like Jungle Boy and like Phoenix do that. But right. I mean, Pat McAfee ain't, ain't a young guy either. I mean, that was amazing. Dude, you know what? He's only 32 years old, but he looks 40. 
He does look older. I, he I mean, does. Is he rugby and he was in the NFL for a while. I mean, I feel like he's been like like a quasi celebrity for like 15 years. <laughs> yeah, it does feel like that that way. He's and only I went 32? Lie. 32, dude. I was shocked when I looked up, like I just looked him up to see his age. I was shocked. He's got more white hair than me, and I'm nearly 40. Anyway, he's he, he he's really good at this job. But he he's good. Really good. He's the, I mean, him, him and Logan Paul, I mean, I, I understand that the, the celebrities, they have a little bit more freedom than, than your WWE normal superstar, but people, the other wrestlers, and frankly, the management team, Vince, whoever, should take note that these guys are so naturally good, and, and maybe just maybe some of the people that you've hired and trained over the years, they could be naturally good if you just let them be more natural, because, I mean, Logan Paul and even Johnny Knoxville, I mean, he's a joke, but... But he's got the attitude. He's right, got the he swagger. Got right, he's got the. Right. He can cut a promo. I mean, these these guys are more all more interesting to listen to than you know, say Dolph Ziggler. Right, and you know what? You bring up an interesting point, actually, Jeff, because I do think we're changing right now in WWE. I think they're becoming a little more. I, I, this is my opinion. From what I gather, I think they're going to start letting their guys actually sort of do their own thing. Slowly, slowly. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Look, I'm probably way wrong. But going by what Cody said in numerous interviews, and obviously with the celebrities too, I think just maybe, just maybe, Jeff, they might be leaning towards that way. I hope. I hope I'm right, but we'll see. I mean, Raw gave you a little hope with Cody. It maybe gave you a little hope with Ezekiel, which I thought was sort of funny. Oh, God. But Veer was a typical Raw thing it was nothing it was blah it was meh so yeah you know i i, I don't know no offense know to, to, to my um indian peeps out there and i'm not talking about native americans i'm talking about indians from the subcontinent of india uh-huh. i can't take indians seriously i don't care how big and scary they are i don't care it just i just can't i don't know okay. why i just you're winning the racist olympics tonight <laughs> i'm not trying not to be racist i'm just being honest i mean come on dude can you take uh, Indians seriously? Yes. <laughs> You're a smart ass, Jeff. I, I take all human beings seriously. Well, <laughs> I don't know, dude. Maybe, like I said, I'm not trying to be racist. I've got Indian friends. I've always said it to them. Oh, like, that's the thing. You got you got friends, so you can belittle a billion people. I got it. No, 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 no. It's just and anyway. the, how do you feel? What's your position on Bangladeshis, Bengalis, <laughs> Sri Lankans, Pakistanis? Sri Lankans, I, mean, I can't take seriously. Bangladeshis okay. a little bit more dangerous than Pakistanis okay. too. Is that right? <laughs> Just you've been bit. to Dhaka city or wherever it is. Well, <laughs> maybe because they're Islamic and they're a bit, you know, they can get be crazy. Maybe that's, that's what it. separates them. I'm gonna send, I'm gonna send Shanga on you. Oh, and I'll send uh, Muhammad on you. Which Muhammad? <laughs> exactly. Anyway, anyway, now I shouldn't say that because I've got a lot of uh, <laughs> Arabic friends in particular. Shout outs to all them. Oh, well, you got more friends. There you go. <laughs> I grew up with Arabs, dude. But anyway, um, yeah, like, like, like I said, this what match- is your servants? No. <laughs> if oh. I said that, I'll get bashed, dude, straight up. <laughs> like 100%. Is but, bashed um, like a compliment in Australia? Oh, you don't know what bashed means? In Australia, it just assume means high five. Oh, it means you get beat up, Jeff. Oh, that, it means the same thing here. <laughs> That's why I'm asking. Like, 
like I thought you knew what that meant. But anyway, well, no, you guys are upside down and counterclockwise. Things oh, things sake. have different meanings there. Well, you knew what bashed meant then all this time. Just well, I know what me. it means in the real world. I don't know what it means in your your <laughs> well, it means the same. continent that somebody drew on a map and then one day the, there was actually an island there. True, and people say we don't exist down here. Well. Maybe we don't. Maybe I am an AI. Who knows? I don't know. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure you came out of that Antarctic uh, portal. It's funny because we're not that far from Antarctica, but it's nowhere near as cold. Over There's here. nothing funny about it. It's very dangerous. It's very scary. <laughs> yes. The whole thing is terrifying. The existence of Australia is terrifying. It's only matched by the terrifying nature of New Zealand. Well, that's a lot more dangerous over there because of the volcanoes and stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. I know what you're saying. Because the volcano. I'm, I'm just thankful you went with volcanoes. Well, yeah. I mean, New Zealand used to be part of our of the mainland, and then it broke off just a little down the road. You know what I'm, you know what I'm well, saying? It only takes two hours you're to get to New Zealand. About like pretty much every island that, that isn't from a mountain from undersea. Right, but you can clearly tell that uh, that New Zealand broke off from Australia though, by the curvature of the islands. If you know what I'm saying, you can pretty much tell that from like any continents that are near each other, and and islands are near each other. I mean, it's well, true. So, so, sort of the way puzzles work. Well, shout outs to all my sheep fuckers out there. <laughs> the New Zealanders. Oh, there you go. <laughs> They'll laugh, dude. The thing about Aussie and New Zealand humor, which is the same anyway, mm-hmm. we we give shit to each other. It's doesn't. It's not looked at as derogatory. It's looked at as like funny. It's just like me calling you a sick cunt, right? And most Americans would be like, "Don't call me a cunt," but I'm not. If I say you're a sick cunt, it means you're awesome, literally. Oh. Right. I know, it's backwards, but it is what I'm it is. I'm going to tell my mother that, that I'm awesome. <laughs> you don't say that. Well, why? Because I'm a sea cunt. A sick cunt, not a sea a cunt. cunt. Not a sick, so I'm not like an aquatic cunt. <laughs> no. <laughs> not an aquatic frigging cunt. I'm, talking I, I'm about- an under the weather and ill cunt. <laughs> yes, yes. Under the weather, ill cunt. <laughs> so I'm a smelly, dank, diseased cunt. Got it. <laughs> oh, bazinga. That's a laugh to say. Well, anyway, Pat McAfee gets the win, right? But we get an impromptu match between Vince and Kennedy McMahon defeating Pat McAfee. <laughs> this yeah, was I didn't ridiculous. know what was going on when he was sitting there at the match. I thought he was going to turn on Austin Theory and be with Pat because they would make su- such great heels together. Uh, but as soon as Vince McMahon un- unbuttoned that second button, I saw the the shock of black there, and I'm like, oh, my God, he's wearing the 1990s black tie top. He always <laughs> yeah. The like, wife beater, dude. He was like, wearing the wife beater. Right. If he, Well, the black one. If, if it was just one. a white tank top, you know, just a white undershirt. <laughs> That'd be great. I, I would have, I still wouldn't have known what was going on. But as soon as the black one, I'm like, it's 1999 all over again, except well, in slow motion. Well, I think it was Saxon. He did mention it was 1999 all over again. And I laughed because it did feel that way. Well, it was supposed <laughs> to. I mean, it was supposed to. And as painful and as awkward and as, and Pat, God bless him, sold those clothes lines you just call a man lifting his his arm 40 degrees laterally (laughs) uh clothesline but listen that that was like the Sami Zayn match it wasn't a match that was just for nostalgia just just so that we could see it absolutely one more time I mean but with the 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 beer and the him sipping it like it's wine and (laughs) yeah was it stupid? Yes. Was it the worst stunner of all time? Yes. yes. Was the Aubrey Edwards in the way meme worth it? Yes. yes. The, whole, the, the whole thing was it was it was a beautiful wreck. It was a beautiful mess. I'm glad Vince is okay. I was a little worried. Yes, Stone Cold stomped the mud hole in his ass one more time. That it was all that 
they 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 gave they closed the night out with Stone Cold two nights in a row. Oh man, absolutely! And let's be honest, man, it's not like he can take the proper stunner without tearing his quads again or something like that, right? Well, like Kevin Castle said, he t- he tweeted. If Vince couldn't take the stunner properly when he was 53, <laughs> what makes you take the stunner now when he's 76? That's <laughs> true. And this was bad, dude. It's not like he's been practicing for 23 years. <laughs> I think he's scared, man. He's probably scared he's going to tear. I mean, after that Royal Rumble 2006, I think it was, when he tore his quads, both of them. Wow. Yeah, I would be a bit nervous, too, just to take any sort of bump, even back then. And he's he's got that weird old man muscle gnarly yeah, body like that was like sad, one shoulder man. it's like someone put a softball <laughs> into his you know I mean that uh, yeah, that, no, that was like right. that, that's like it's like the, it looks like someone who's been like like lifting like beer kegs his entire <laughs> life <laughs> like carrying barrels <laughs> I, I don't need the come forklift on. or the dolly I'll just carry these oh, barrels come yeah. on man look man i know look deep down maybe i'm in denial right because deep down in my head i was thinking like shit like that but but i was saying look how great he looks at his age right and he does come on there's no yeah, one he, at his age that looks as good as he does he, no no he, he he does look well jack lane did no i mean he listen he looks great for his age no doubt about it but i I didn't really need to see it. I mean, it was it was nostalgia, but I mean, too nostalgic though for our liking, right? <laughs> maybe. <Yeah. laughs> well, nevertheless, Austin gives a stunner party. Um, it was was a night one where his brother came out. There was no family this time that came out to the ring, but Pat McAfee. Actually, sorry, let me take that back. Austin Theory so oversold the stunner the best way possible. I think that beats the Rocks overselling of the stunner dude yeah i haven't seen anyone sell a flip-flop except when i saw like ricochet take like a a, a recoil once like i think he took like <laughs> Dolph ziggler's backstabber or something and he flopped around like a fish <laughs> but with austin theory it's clearly he jumped up though but the way he landed like he was about to bomb in a pool like you know what i mean like a back bomb sort of thing but it was fucking funny to me man but that, that was cool even McAfee sold the stunner real great. And the best part about that, he was still drinking the beer while on the ground. <laughs> that that right. popped and me. Stone cold, got no friends, period. Don't trust anyone. Still, He's he, a snake. He, yep, not even McAfee was safe. So <laughs> it, it was, was fine. It, it was good. It, it was what it was. You know what I mean? It was nothing, it was but it show. was what it was. Absolutely. Um, do you think we're going to see more of McAfee in the ring now? I sure hope so. I mean, that they should save it for things that matter, but he's great. I mean, he, he if he's going to just be in two or three times a year, that, that's fantastic. But, I mean, he's so good on, on commentary. I, you know, I almost don't want to risk it. Right, but, I agree. He's that like, good. Yeah, he is. And, and there's no one even close. The only other person that was near, near as good on commentary was Samoa Joe, and they fired him twice. So <laughs> You read my mind. I was just about to say the same thing. And uh, and that's the thing, dude. Don't take McAfee off commentary. There's You just can't. I mean, seriously, yeah. that guy makes SmackDown worth watching in many ways. Just to hear him. I mean, I love his energy. I love his enthusiasm. He seems legitimately happy to be doing what he's doing. He seems, he seems like a real person. It doesn't feel like there's right. a robot out there. And and then and that makes Michael Cole seem almost like a real person. Almost. Ab- absolutely. Almost. Right. And you know what? He said it himself. Cole even said it himself. If it wasn't for McAfee joining the commentary team over there at SmackDown, 
you know, he's rejuvenated. He, he's actually yeah. enjoying his role once again because of Pat. Yeah, I mean, Michael Cole is is still season three, Mr. Spock, but he's not season one, Mr. Spock. No, definitely. That was a bad one at the time, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, well, I can't believe this. Uh, if we really run through this WrestleMania that quick, but we move on to the main event, Jeff, between Roman Reigns, your universal champion, against Brock Lesnar, your WWE champion, for the unified WWE Universal Championship. This oh, match is unified short. in one person. The belts are still separate. Yeah, that's that's another thing that confuses me. Unless they're making a new title belt right now for us to see either on SmackDown this Friday or on Raw next week. There is no way those networks are going to let that happen. I agree with you. I think you're right. But um, do you think it's a good thing that the networks are starting to get too much power? I get it. They, they're spending a ridiculous amount of money to have the rights to these shows. But do you think it's a good thing that they're even getting this sort of power? Honestly, I don't right now because WWE's creative has been so bad that I want somebody with some power that, that has influence over McMahon to tell him to do something else, to do other things. I agree. Uh, otherwise, he would just keep doing the same shit. So... No, I, I honestly don't have a problem with it at all. Well, I think it's simple, man. You know, about grabbing the brass rings, right? Mm -hmm. Like he likes to say. I think he means that. I mean, look at Cody. Cody's a perfect example of that. You could say he grabbed the brass rings and now he's got freedom to do pretty much what, it, what he wants to do, it seems. It seems. That's the that, perception. But but I don't know that you can do, but I don't think you can do that under him. You have to do it someplace else. I mean, think so? that's, that, that's the conundrum of it. I mean, I like there, like people have all sorts of theories as to why people get released and, and, and things like that. But some of it is that people didn't want to play ball. Some of it, you know, there's been rumors about vaccinations. Two of right. the people I know wouldn't cooperate with WWE on trademarking their names. So that, I mean, that's someone trying to control their own future and to grab their own brass ring and own their own IP. That's different I mean, though. That's a different type of brass is ring it? though. Yeah, well, yes. yes. How like, many, how many, how many shades of brass are there? <laughs> True. But in that terms, that's more of business type of brass. You know what I'm saying? Whereas when I say about the brass ring, I'm talking about in terms of your character development, well, they can't all leave it? the company, work the Indies for three years, find a billionaire, start another company, and actually uh, uh, cause some heat. <laughs> well, true. But in Cody's case, and what would have favored him, he, I'm sure he would have, because let's be real, he didn't need to come back to WWE. He would have been like, okay, I'll come back, but these are my terms. Whether they took his terms or not, you he absolutely needed to come back to WWE because they believe me. They went, at AEW, they said, "Don't let the door hit your ass on the way out. Get the fuck out." Well, they, it, it, it all depends how bad that breakup really was. That breakup is bad. That that breakup so. is 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 like the Nash Carter wedding break. <laughs> that bad. I, I promise you, you're, we're going to start to see more cracks. I mean, I hope you're right. Sounds already bad, burying. Cody, he's already said only Chris Jericho and Matt Jackson took this seriously. Matt Jackson, he takes nothing seriously. That's um, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. And there's only two wrestling companies that, that pay, and one of them kicked him out. So unless he was going to change careers, there, there was there was no place else for him to go. So you truly think that AEW legitly showed him the door? 
I, I think they they took his favorite tie and they threw it out the door and he went chasing <laughs> after it and they locked it and they put and they like triple locked it and cha- and called security. That's interesting. Uh, that's very interesting. And I hope you're right. I hope we do get a few more like whispers about what really happened. I mean, he does sort of hint what's happened. But yeah, maybe the rumors were true all along. Maybe him and, he, and the rest of the EVPs really don't get along anymore. And I've always said that anyway. But I'm more interested to see someone's going to talk. Look, I think it could be Kenny. It could be the Bucks. He obviously knows him really well to the point where he, where he said. That guy can't shut up. And if he can, the cocaine will loosen his lips up. Yeah. A lot of people say he is a cokehead. Do you really think that? <laughs> I know his eyes are like this, Jeff. Like, you know what I'm I mean, saying? If it's not cocaine, it's something. Yeah, it's more than likely coke. For sure. <laughs> kind of I, mean, I, I don't know a lot of drugs. I know there's a lot of new drugs out there, but I mean, it's something. <laughs> Can you picture that guy literally lining up a yeah, line of coke? really, like really that? easily. <laughs> wow. I mean, I, I don't think I could picture him not. That's funny. That's interesting. I wonder if that would ever come out. Did you? I mean, look at a picture of him from three years ago when they just he's started. Changed. He's changed. He's changed, dude. You're right. I've noticed he that. He probably thinks he's a rock star now. Oh. <sighs> He looks disheveled, if anything, more so this time. Well, that's what happens when you do nothing but drugs <laughs> for three years. <laughs> so you think it's only been three years? Maybe he's been hitting that shit for fucking God knows how long. Not as not as hard and not with people who are professional partiers. Like oh, Jericho true. can turn it's it on wrestlers. Freaking occupation. Right. Yeah, you're right. Oh, Jericho, please. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Don Callis. Oh, oh, the biggest frigging cokehead out there. That guy is the epitome of coke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right, if, if, if a human being could be coke, cocaine, it would be Don Callis. <laughs> if you saw cocaine walking, it would look a lot like Don Callis. <laughs> I'm telling you, especially with his ego and the way he presents himself. That's especially with Herb Abrams being dead. <laughs> well, anyway, let's go back to the main event. This oh, match. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. This match was meh it was all right underwhelming very yes indeed underwhelming you know what this reminded me of a goldberg versus lesnar well that's all it was we knew that we weren't gonna get a long match from lesnar but it should have been three to five minutes longer i mean i think the match was fine i you know i liked how paul Heyman pushed the rope a little bit to roman so they could get the break and in that right I have heard things coming out of this. Like there was a report today that, that Brock Lesnar was actually knocked out during the match. So Whoa. the ref called for it to be early. Really? Uh, we've also, you know, I'm sure you've read the same rumors that Roman's shoulder may actually be hurt. Right. Which by the way, I mean, I know what you said about last year and the injury being at work, but it's the same shoulder at the, at the hands of the same guy. So maybe, you know, maybe Brock is stronger on one side. Maybe Brock has a bad back, a pinch nerve, something that he favors one side that people are taking those, Germans on their right shoulder instead That's of on their true. back. I've noticed um, that, but is that done by design? You think like, um, I, I don't think it is done by design. I mean, most people, you take it square on a, on the team. On your you, back. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's, the whole, the that's the whole thing about wrestling is learning how to fall to spread the, the impact on the most volume. That's I mean, right. so that's why I don't think Lashley's thing is a work. Maybe it's not as serious and I hope it's not for Roman also. And apparently they're, they're going to know by, they think they'll know by tomorrow night, whether he just needs some rest or whether he's going to need to be out for a long period of time, which really sucked. But at least they did that sort of that, that cheating thing with Paul to at least leave that door open for 
it to be Brock again if they if they need that placeholder because the only other guy I think that, that has even close to the Lashley uh, I mean the 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 Roman or Brock aura is Lashley Cody's got the hot the hot light right now right, but there's but two it's not titles the same aura right and it's yeah. not the exact same aura with Cody Cody yeah, you're different. right He's Cody's hot. more the wrestler, wrestler. Absolutely. You know, Lashley's more the the powerhouse wrestler. I don't know if it works as a face or not. I've listened. I'm just in the tank for Lashley. I just want him to have three more title reigns. So I agree, dude. I'm a big fan of Lashley, and I'd love to have him have a proper fucking run. What's that? Well, his first about? run was good. His first one was. Second one was garbage. No, the second one was pretty bad. But at least there was a second run. The, but the first run, the problem was, is that it was running parallel to o- Omega's belt collector and the the bloodline. But if you look at the matches and the contests and and the interference and all, Lashley's was actually the most dominant run of them all. It's just, I, dude, it's just, I agree. You just didn't get the coverage. I heck, I was even saying that back then during that run, during that time. Yeah, I was saying the same thing. I think Lashley at that point was the man at the time. But when you got Omega, like you said, okay, it 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 shouldn't have main evented WrestleMania night two. If it WrestleMania, if it if it main evented a Crown Jewel or a SmackDown main event or something. It would have been fine, but for WrestleMania Night Two, it was underwhelming. But it was definitely a TV main event with yeah. how quick the match went, and just it was just bullshit. And as far as uh, Roman's injury goes, I, I don't know. I think maybe we're all over exaggerating it. I think it's quite overblown with Roman. I think he's not that. I, I'm hurt. just reading. I, I'm just repeating what I what I've been reading. I, well, I, I have know, no I sources that are anywhere near that high in the food chain. I'm just, yeah, it's more like wait and see with him. I'm not sure what to think of his injury. His arm or his elbow, I think it was, did look kind of beat up though. I won't lie. I mean, it did. But, and as far as Lesnar goes, I'm hearing news or rumors Mm. that apparently he wants to retire. Um, If what I suspect is correct, maybe he needs to. Um, I love Brock. I have always liked Brock. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Brock guy, but if he can't throw people around anymore without hurting them, maybe he should. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, he's getting up there now in age, but then don't get me wrong. He looks freaking amazing for his age. You know what I mean? But he maybe he's amazing for any age. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the guy's only 50, dude. Think about that for a minute. Brock? He's 48, I think. 46 or 48. He's between there. I think he's more like 43. That's what I thought. I thought he was a lot younger than you think. I'll tell you right well, now. Look it up. You're, you're, the, you're, the, you're the computer guy. I'm the TK of uh, of the podcasting game. You get it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. You're more closer than I was. He's 44, but does turn 45 in July. Okay. Well, it means that he was 43. Last We're both time. in the middle. We're both split in the middle there with our right. sort of take, which is funny enough. But uh, in saying that, I guess we can wrap this one up, Jeff. I mean, I think that was a quick one-hour recap of WrestleMania Night 2, or should I say Night Dose. Uh, yeah, Night Dose, indeed. <laughs> well done, old man. Well done. Well played. Um, yeah, no, we, we, we defined this. I mean, listen, I wasted 10 minutes making marijuana jokes, so... Hey, <laughs> hey we needed to friggin' waste a bit of time, dude. Because to be fair, I know I'm I'm doing, you know, we're doing this a little bit later than usual. But that's what happens when you do it a bit later than usual. You just 
want to breeze through it to get onto other things. You know what I mean? Otherwise, well, it's for you, it, it's dinner time for me. So, well, yeah. Well, what time is it for me now? It's only eight or well, quarter past nine a.m. Yeah, but you've been up all night. No, well, not all night. I slept. Get this. I went to sleep. I fell asleep in the afternoon. Woke up mm-hmm. at two a.m. and I've been mm-hmm. up since. Okay, well, that's how whack well, my sleeping pattern is right now. Well, you, you've done your job. Uh, maybe you'll catch another nap. Uh, maybe you'll do no. the skirmish. Maybe not. Who knows? I can't. We'll I need to do shit. That's what I mean. If I don't do it now, then I'm not doing it. Then shit doesn't get released. So I got to do that shit ASAP, man. Except I do want to go out and buy a table, but we'll see. Or a desk, should I say? Okay. Well, cool. <laughs> All right. Well, let, let's take it home. I want to eat some dinner. Uh, but yeah, we you know we gave them two shows on WrestleMania. It's not like we gypped it. We gave we did WrestleMania no, night absolutely. one separately. Right. WrestleMania night two. No, the audience was getting their money's worth, and then some. <laughs> For sure. Maybe we, we should start a Patreon. Money. <laughs> For sure. Do well, we Jeff, have a Patreon? No, but I've been thinking of doing it. I'm thinking of putting out all our video releases on Patreon. But we'll see what happens with that. But anyway, uh-huh. Jeff, tell them where they can find you, my man. Wow. It's sometimes confusing where to find me, so I'll just tell you where I am consistently. And that is Hammerlock Hangover, which is my wrestling podcast with Big Daddy Cool Steve Pena, Pro Smashly. Now, we cover all of wrestling. Steve was in WrestleMania, so we talk about his experience in Dallas for four days. Um, good, bad, and ugly. Um, my non-wrestling podcasts are Garden of Doom, Mythology, Theology, History, Pop Culture, you name it. I'm booking like mad. I'm, I'm booking them over booking. UFOlogists, you, you name it. Um, so, uh, and then Garden Views is the sister show to that, which is more mainstream interviews, but also very interesting. And listen, if you subscribe to Garden of the Doom, you get Garden Views anyway, whether you like it or not. And if you subscribe to Hammerlock Hangover on Wrestling Soup, you'll get all three of the shows, whether you like it or not. So give them a try. I think that, uh, you know, even if you don't like one show, you're going to like others because Garden of the Doom is something for everyone. I'm frequently with jimmy t on uncaged wow. which is on hameen and uh channel attitude uh i'm frequently with jimmy on well not frequently but sporadically on the blow off which is on at mark media and hameen media group probably other places i'm sometimes on the skirmish i'm sometimes on carnage i've been on other shows smack talk i'm about once a month i'm on the drew yari show um i was You're forgetting uh, professor the professor uh, yeah, that's right. I just did. Well, I, I just broke the professor's cherry. I was on the PW yeah. Hustle YouTube, which I think will be released as a podcast too. Pro- the, the the first professor's perspective with a co-host that was outside of the PW Hustle universe. So maybe I'm in. Maybe it's like maybe I'm like Andrew Garfield Spider Man and in the in the Hustle universe. Well, put it this way: if it's a perspective, you can find it exclusively first on the PWC Network as part of this Wednesday night skirmish. And nice. then it would well, be it, on the hustle too. Yeah, and it, it was a really good show. We talked mostly about Cody Rhodes and the and some of the AW origins. But yeah, I was on the off the mats a couple weeks back. But yeah, I, I, I'm around. I'm booking like crazy, and I do a lot of collaborations with a lot of other podcasters and a lot of different uh, venues. So you you'll also get a taste of other podcasts on Garden of Doom. Because probably one out of every four episodes has a, another podcaster in a different genre. So uh, that's enough for me. Uh, my Twitter is at IcarusFellMD, Hammerlock Hangovers, at Hammerlock HO, and we do have a Facebook page, not a group, uh, for Hammerlock Hangover. So it's Garden of Doom, by the way. Thank well, you. Hey, Thank well, you. Before we go, 
Thank you. <laughs> Shush. But anyway, I just want to ask you, what's the difference between a group and a page anyway? Um, Is there any differences I should know about? Because I don't see any. I don't really know. <laughs> well, that makes two of us. Well, anyway, in saying that, I'm Jimmy T. And before I say goodbye, please like and subscribe at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com where you find all our shows. Also, please like and subscribe at Hameen Media Group and at Mark Media and also at channelattitude.com, the new and improved channelattitude.com where now you can see all our profiles, right? Also, Jeff Jeff is on numerous shows on channelattitude.com. What is attitude. Well, he doesn't have attitude, but he's on Channel Attitude, so that's what matters. Hey, it's Vince Russo's. The attitude's showing. <laughs> I'd be flossing on the, on the cover of Fortune 500. I'm surprised you haven't yet, Jeff. I mean, come on, man. You're one of the... I'm not going to say it, but, you know, he's, he's, he's got the money, like Vince would say. <laughs> I'm just saying. I have, I have, no, I have all Russian rubles. <laughs> Pop. <laughs> for that one that's definitely a pop anyway. I invested all my money in Russian coal <laughs> well that was smart wasn't it <laughs> I'm a genius <laughs> anyway I'm Jimmy T he's Dr. Jeff Lipman you've been listening to the PwC Wrestlemania review show Night Dose right here on the PwC network <laughs> peace stay evil my friends I was born in a city Tonight's don't never sleep So this life's always with me The ice inside my veins will never be just wanted to come out here to say thank you. And to show you my love in the best way I know how. Welcome to WrestleMania! Too reckless with the attack, and now with Otis kick to the chest. Oh, nasty right by Dawkins. Watch out for Orton. Orton looking for the RKO. Sky high to the spine buster. Tag made. Montez Ford as Dawkins takes flight. Montez Ford though climbing high, 
Someone call air traffic control at DFW. Randy Orton all alone from the outside. Justin oh, Thomas with oh, oh, From the top rope. Whoa. That's your whole... Listen, kid. You're just getting your start here. You got a lot to learn, so I got a free lesson for you. Start with number one, and that is when you're in my presence, make sure and remember to do one thing. Shoot! Uh oh! Gable Stevenson has Gable! Beautiful throw of a body lock from Gable Stevenson! There will be no sushi for Gable Stevenson. Both Olympians, only one is a heavyweight. A small preview of what the future likely holds for Gable Stevenson in WWE. You're seeing that dominance right now. Easily flinging Bobby Lashley over the top rope. Not just winning physically, but psychologically. Talking about how no one's ever done this to Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley's never had to recover from anything like this either. Right now, the Almighty is out of his element. Lashley can always count on his superhuman power, but even with superhuman power, tonight it's no match. Oh, oh man, no match for Omos thus far. Briefly had Omos in a position he couldn't move and took full advantage. Now, this is a rare occasion, but Bobby Lashley ascending up the rope. Has to do. Oh, God. Picked out of mid-air by Omos. This could be the end of the Almighty. Oh, down goes Bobby Lashley. Nine-foot drop. Lashley not getting up. Oh, no! Hey, look at, look at, look at, look at, look at! Weebats! Weebats here! Weebats! Weebats taking to the Sami Zayn! Look at Weebats! Weebats is beating the hell out of Sami Zayn! Punches and punches from Weeman! He learned something from Brock. And Weeman back in the ring. He's stalking Sammy. Listen to this place. Oh, to the kneecap. Weeman so angry. Oh, look at, look at, look at, look at, look at, look at this. Body slam. Weeman body slamming Sammy Zane. Weeman used to kick himself in the face. Are you kidding me? Now he's body slamming Sammy Zane. And now a tornado DDT by Knoxville. This is incredible. Cover by Knoxville. All right, Sammy kicked out again. And also bringing the energy of fucking steel. <laughs> our live from our broadcast colleague, Michael Cole. It's boss time. way to make your entrance at WrestleMania? They didn't have teamwork before. Being in that car together, it just bonds people. I'd pretend to be friends with anybody if they had a car like that. Even Byron? Even me? Uh, there are exceptions to every ridiculous statement I make. And it might take a phenomenal forearm to put this one away. Might be on the verge of seeing that right now, Jimmy. Styles in position. 
Oh, underneath goes Edge just in time. Oh, Edge went for the spear. And now for a third time, for a third time, AJ Styles. Styles clashes. Face time. down goes Edge. Styles got it. He's got him over one, two, three. Oh, oh no, hold no. on. The official signaling only a two count. All three of us plus 70,000 all thought that was the very end. Well, Butch has got to be careful. I know he wants to get involved, but he could cross the disqualification. Oh, and Xavier knocking Sheamus right into our announce table. Now Woods, oh, trying to go Butch a little bit. Butch is a spark plug, isn't he? Kofi kicks it. Oh, almost got Butch. Look at this, Sheamus can't even focus on the map. He's trying to somehow keep Butch out of the mix. And now the uh, double team by Xavier. A little oh, tribute again oh. to yeah. Big E. And Xavier, oh, planting Ridge Holland. Wood wasting no time, going after Sheamus, removing. Oh, there are bodies flying everywhere out here. Speaking of which, oh, bro kick caught Kofi right on the nose. Here he is stunned on the second rope. What does McAfee do here? Whatever it takes, apparently at, at this juncture, Pat McAfee now on the middle rope with Austin Theory. Now McAfee on the top rope. That has been so impressive. All the way to the top rope. Pat, you better be sure about this. Go for it all. You better be sure, Pat. Go for it all. Theory looking to counter. Theory, a couple jabs there to the abdomen of McAfee. Lands at his feet. Wow. Theory can't believe it. He said, wow. what the hell? I can't believe it. Austin Theory not sure what to do. Holy moly, look at the agility. He just leaped to the top rope. You gotta be kidding me. That was sick for the brand. And so is this. Superplex by Pat McAfee. Come on, Pat, cover him. Cover him, Pat. Yes, for the win, for the win. Theory oh. kicked out. McAfee for his boys. <laughs> for the brand. Now the celebration is on. McAfee and Stone Cold Steve Austin. McAfee's wanted to drink beer with Stone Cold forever. What a magical moment. A dream scenario that McAfee wins his match at WrestleMania and shares a beer with the Texas. Oh, no. Stunner! 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 Austin stuns McAfee! And a third belly to belly. And Lesnar scaring the hell out of Heyman. What makes both of these heavyweights so special ooh, is their cardiovascular conditioning, their explosiveness. This match could go five minutes, this match could go 45 minutes, and both of these athletes will remain at the top of the game until one of them simply cannot continue. Corey Roman Reigns knocked over the top rope. Here comes Brock Lesnar. You have to believe the official is going to give it a little bit of leeway in this match with such big stakes tonight. Remember the betrayal. I love you. I love you. Please take this back. It was all Roman's idea. It was never my idea. But I love you. Oh my God. Ray spearing Lester into the timekeeper's area. Paul Heyman suckering 
Lesnar in. PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.